Hello! And welcome to... Two! Filthy! Nerds! Because we're filthy. And we're nerds. And there's two of us. There sure are. There's two of us. We're here. Heidi, hody, howdy. Holy shit, we're getting toward the end of our book, but that is neither here nor there because right now we're just fucking running our mouths. We're going to run our filthy, fat, fraudulent, Speak for yourself, bitch. Uh, Funny. I have a fantastic funny mouth. Uh, By the way, speaking of that we're almost to the end of our series, while I mentioned it, uh, you can vote on what we're doing next. We've got a challenge going on. Our What's Next challenge is in the finals between Indiana Jones and Marvel. So head on over to our social media at Two Filthy Nerds on Instagram or Twitter. You'll see the link. Every dollar is a vote, and uh, Marvel needs a few more to squeak ahead. But, uh, you know, vote for, your, vote for who you're going to vote for. Words are hard. Very I'm so tired. Um, also, you can get votes by being a patron. Patreon.com slash Two Filthy Nerds. Not only that, we are nearing the end of our series, which means we will be drawing our grand prize winner. Someone is winning a trip to come to Universal Studios with us. It's going to be sick. It's not happening right away. We're not being completely inconsiderate of the world around us, nor are we willing to go into Florida blind in the middle of a pandemic. Sorry, Greg. I know uh, one of our patrons just has to live there. So (laughs) surviving at Legoland. So anyway, that's all the housekeeping, I think. think Don't forget to subscribe. You the house very well. I'm really good at housekeeping on a podcast. Very bad at it in a house. But what matters is I'm good at the house part and not the podcast part. Well, Sure. I don't know who you think that matters to, but we are both on this podcast. So let's go. Hello, guys. Um, we're going to run our filthy mouths today about uh, a topic that is currently a, an issue in our lives, which is uh, having jobs. Yeah. No, I think uh, we're probably not alone in that. Uh, nope. Having a job, needing a job, wanting more jobs, wanting a different job. We've Having been to there. find a job after not needing a job because you've been doing comedy. You know, those sorts of jobs. Yeah. it's uh, And I think anyone in a, in a creative field can probably relate to having to do weird-ass work to stay afloat. And there's some people who maybe just do weird-ass work because they have to stay afloat because we live in a fucking capitalist society. You don't have to be a, a psychotic creative person to have a job you hate. Yeah. Uh, or have done weird if jobs. If you but- have a job and you hate it, you you have a job. That's, that's the Ameri- that's the American dream is you'll f- someday get a job that you hate and, and it- you can complain mo- about it without losing your life. Yeah, and most of that money will be sucked away by your 2.5 kids and white picket fence while you're I always wondered why it always had to always had to be like 2.5 kids. They're just averaging out because some people have way too many fucking kids and some people yeah. are infertile. Lucky bastard. I feel like that's a round up or down situation. You know, it just sounds better to say two kids or three kids or but two and a half kids. Yeah, I don't know why that's a thing. I don't even know if it really is a th- What? Is oh a dog I'm sorry, a dog is a full kid. As a dog owner. Yeah. I'm willing a, to that's way more than a kid. 
I came home from the job I've been doing for two days uh, this week and immediately thought, I don't know how single mothers do it. And this was day two, and I was just letting out my dog. Uh, Did you? I thought you were going to bring the dog to work today. I didn't bring it to work today. Uh, Andy was here for most of the day. I I didn't want to. I mean, I'm going to bring her tomorrow, I think, mostly because Andy was like, I'm really busy tomorrow. So my plan to wait one week before I brought my dog in is fucked. Yeah. Uh, but I have a dog friendly office. Uh, there's only one dog there, though. That so. is one thing I can say about modern offices that has has changed since, you know, my early years in corporate America. Dogs were never allowed in the office. And now, you know, ad agencies had I remember when I worked in the ad agency, you were allowed to have your dog. But now offices are allowing people to have. I don't know. I don't know that I can't comment that like big corporations are allowing Google. that. Google, you can have a, you can have your dog at work. You can have your dog at work. I mean, do they just not hire anyone with allergies? That seems like a, a disaster. People tour Google all the time. I don't Aren't know. they going to get sued? I don't know. And I'm saying that as someone who loves dogs, but it seems like a nightmare for like a giant corporation to allow that. Because then it's like, well, where do you draw the line on which dogs are and aren't allowed? And how long till your office is just covered in dog shit? Anyway. If you have a dog that shits in the office, you're no longer allowed to have your dog there. This your dog the... has to be extremely well-trained from what I understand. From your inside sources at Google. Well, one of my friends works at Google. You have a friend that works at Google mm-hmm. and you haven't mentioned that in the last 10 months I've been looking for a job? Oh, yeah. I have a friend who works at Google. Do you want to work at know. Google? I, uh, sure. I'm fine. I'm employed now. We'll see. So we want to talk about weird jobs that we've done, that you do, that we've had, that we're having. First job yeah. ever. What was your first job ever? My first job ever, I got a job at State Farm Insurance okay. answering phones. I, I turned 14, which in Alaska is the uh, legal age to get a work permit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a special, it's a different work permit than a 16-year-old. Like you can, it's much less hours and whatever, but I turned 14 I put on my best clothing, which I'm sure was terrible because I was poor and 14. Uh, And I marched up and down the streets of Anchorage, going into every business and asking, are you hiring? (laughs) Can I have a job here? Uh, You must have been the cutest thing ever. Just little. Don't condescend me. I was a mogul. Little 14-year-old cutie patootie. Yeah, I looked. Can I have a job? Yeah. And the guy at State Farm was like, actually, I could use someone to answer the phones. And I worked one day. And then when I came back, the office was locked. And when I called, I couldn't get a hold of him. And shortly after the office shut, I think he was engaging in fraud. Uh, Okay, cool. And then I worked at Arby's. (laughs) How old were you when you worked at Arby's? 14? Yeah, still 14. Uh, I worked at Arby's for a little while until I got the, uh, I, I got asked to come over to Carl's Jr., so Ooh. They, uh, all right carl's me. jr versus arby's which one's better as a job as the food the food that's yeah. tough depends on my mood no now it's definitely arby's but mm. carl's jr has gotten worse over the years i mean on fries alone it's a tough competition the idea of carl's jr's food is always better than like how it actually is like 
What I mean is, I love double western bacon cheeseburgers. Ugh. I don't love how I feel after, but I, it's probably the same for Arby's. That's hard. Those are two places that you have to be... No, maybe not. Carl's Jr. is like a place I could see people who like burgers and, you know, want it relatively quick going to... That burger is like a, a food you could crave a lot. Arby's uh-huh. feels like you got to really like... It makes sense that their slogan is, I'm thinking Arby's. Because it's a specific mood when you go all the That's way to Arby's. That's so funny. I forgot that that was their slogan. I will say, as an employee... If you want to compare the two places I worked, the Arby's in Anchorage, Alaska, RIP, uh, and the Carl's Jr., which was brand new. It was like the first time Carl's Jr. had been in Alaska. I was like brought, I was on the Ground staff. Ground zero, like look at you. Grand opening. This was a big deal. Arby's was so much more chill as far as like employee stress because nobody gave a fuck. A fuck. And at Carl's Jr., everybody had something to prove because it was a new business in town. Well, yeah, and the guy who owned it was, like, a fucking, like, psychopath. Yeah. Like, he thought he was running a Fortune 500 company. Like, the like, you don't actually stress own Carl's Jr., sir. Truly, like, the stress by which he would, like, inflict on all of us over drive through times was criminal. <laughs> like, truly, I shouldn't have been sweating over two minutes in one second drive through times and being like, I'm a f- I am a personal failure. How long did you work at Arby's and how long did you work at Carl's Jr.? I think I worked at Arby's for like three months and then Carl's Jr. was opening. And then I worked at Carl's Jr. Uh, till the summer I left for high school. I mean, for college, excuse me. It's, uh, they offered me a raise to stay. He said, oh, hey. They're like, don't go to college. Yeah, if here. you don't go to college, we'll let you be a GM here and we'll pay you $13 an hour. And at the time, I sneezed at that. And then I got out of college, and I was like, I can't find a job. Uh, but Did you have a job was... during college? Yeah, I, I was. Wait, what about you? What was your first job? First job, um, I, I volunteered a lot at my mom's hospital. Volunteering is not a job. That's what I did when I was younger. And then I got my first job when I was 17 working at a job. Uh, call center uh doing uh cold calling i did that for about two hours and cold I was like, calling what were you cold calling for you can't just it say was like, I was it was just, doing just cold uh, it was just um it was like whatever you get hired for it's like you worked what? i worked for a company that got hired by other companies to do cold calling for them so it's oh a company so it was called- like different campaigns people yeah, hired like you guys to be home. their temporary call center yes basically yeah Interesting. Um, and <clears throat> I had to go in for training and I did two hours of training and I was like, I don't want to do this. Um, and then what? I you didn't want to work in a cold calling center. I'm crazy. So shocked. Was um, it a cold, cold calling center? It was very cold. I always need your car to get in a cold calling center. Uh, so then I got a job working at, there's this like, kind of like a gift shop, jewelry store, um, type place where if you buy presents for people, they have like knickknacks and nice stuff. And then they have a gift wrapping area in the back. So if you buy anything, you can get a gift wrapped. Even if it, you're not giving us a gift, we'll gift wrap it. So I wow, was Wow, that must wrapper. have been expensive stuff. If it's you, you just get things gift wrapped, that's a fancy store. It was it was a pretty fancy store. This yeah. is not Claire's. Okay. It was not Claire's. It was a pretty fancy store. Um, a friend of mine there had done the wrapping the year before. And then when she graduated and went off to college she recommended me for it. So I did that um, throughout my senior year. 
Um, and I liked it. It was fun. And you then liked I being college, a rapper? I loved it. It was so super fun. Were you good at it? You're great at it. Was it, it was, busy? It's a, so busy. Crazy. Wow. It's insane. How, well, what they would do was, um, like, people would have, like, you know, if, if somebody was ordering something for, the, like, you could have a gift registry there if you were, like, getting married or whatever. So wow. for the gift registry, if somebody bought something there, we'd have to wrap the whole gift registry. So it was, I primarily did it on the weekends because during the week I, I had no time to do it. Um, what were you doing during the week? I had you were a social I was doing, butterfly. I was doing sports. No, I was oh. on, I was on so many teams. How, so what teams? Doing, Tell me. Well, I was doing um, softball, softball outside of school. And then I was doing softball in school or whatever sport it was I was doing at the time. Did you I, just go? I was on a lot of sports teams, and the truth is, you were just on multiple softball teams. Is that what just happened here? Well, one during the during the sport. I also yes. bowled. Um, and then I was, you know, then I would there was training for softball, and then I would be doing volleyball, and then I'd be training for softball, and I would be doing uh, skiing. You know, it's like the different sports for the different seasons. But softball, softball season, I was doing softball, and then softball outside of school. Wow. So always softball. softball was my big thing. Um, and then, so I didn't have time for uh, a job then. A job. And then in college, I did research my freshman year. Um, I just worked in a lab, which was awful. Um, and then. Uh, Is that what made you change your major? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I was like, those, I don't, I don't. For those I don't of you listening, you may not know. Nicole was pre-med. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, sometimes I don't say it, um, but I was pre-med. Uh, so I worked in, I worked in a psychology lab. It was just like boring. Like it was cool stuff we were doing, but eventually it just got like monotonous and I hated it. Uh, and then my sophomore year of college, uh, then I started working. I worked at a clothing store on campus. Wow. Was it, wait, was it like campus clothing? Was it like Michigan no, shirts? It was like a, it was like an actual clothing store that I worked wow, at. Wow. We didn't have, we just had yeah. the, like the school library that sold like South Florida shirts and sweatshirts. Yeah. We had something like that. One of our patrons of the chat, by the way, said that he made three, $3 and 65 cents an hour in college. 20 to That's $30. That's crazy. That's fucking. I work my retail job. I made minimum wage, but when I was crazy. working my retail job, my high school English teacher walked into the store and she was like nicole schreiber and i was like oh my god mrs murray she's like what are you doing i was like shitty job she's like what class is you taking right now and i was telling her you know i was taking a computer programming class and doing some html stuff and she's like you can do computer programming in html i have a web page design company i'll hire you so i went from making wow. minimum wage to making like $18 an hour in college. And I was like, I was, it was one of those moments where I was like in my job and I like balled up my apron, like threw it on the ground. And I was like, I quit. It wasn't <laughs> like that at all. I was like, I'll keep both jobs. So I was at one point I was working that job with her and then the store job. And I was like, I can't do the store job anymore. So, and then I did that for the rest of college. You were a web designer for the rest yeah, of college. I did. I did the Cheez-Its website. I did the Cars website, Cars Crackers, um, Famous Cars Amos. Crackers. I did Famous Amos website. Um, yeah. You can do all these websites? Mm-hmm. I did HTML. Damn. 
I just wrote HTML. That's it. That's crazy. That's before there was an HTML generator. I'm old. I was like, oh man, HTML. I learned very basic HTML just through MySpace, but that's yeah. as deep as it ever got, sadly. That's my uh, job history. And then I had weird jobs, you know, doing- That's um, your job? No, that's not your job history. doesn't end at no, the no, job. No, what did I you do with, with, after college? Oh, then I, oof, when I first moved to LA, oof. Yeah, what jobs have you had in LA? I worked in a restaurant as a hostess. As soon as I got here, I got that job. Wow, wild. I, I worked there for a month. I got fired. Why? Um, because I corrected the English of the owner of the company. <laughs> of the restaurant. The yeah, chef. you shouldn't do that. Josie LaBalch. She was talking shit about Sounds this like letter. Josie LaBitch. Uh, she was huge cunt. Um, she was making fun of this letter that somebody wrote in complaining about their services, their service that they had received at the restaurant, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, and the woman said, the woman said, uh, my husband and me, um, and she's like, my husband and me, you mean my husband and I, and then her and the sous chef are like laughing about it. And I was like, actually in this instance, it would be my husband and me. And then I like (laughs) went through the rules of why. And then she's like, all right, little Miss English major. I'm like, actually, I was an art history major and I was pre-med. She's and like, then, well, now you're unemployed. Yeah. And then I came back in the next day and uh, the manager walked up to me and he was like, ah, Nicole, this just, this just isn't working. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Wow. Does that mean I'm fired? And he's like, yes. And I was like, all right, cool. Did uh, you get unemployment? No, I worked there for a month, so I didn't get unemployment. Oh, and then bitch. the next month I worked at an art gallery um, packing up art. Did that for not even a month. I was probably there for like three weeks. Were you employed um, at an art gallery or were you stealing art? Be both. honest. Okay. Both. Paul Kopakin. Paul Kopakin Art Gallery. Photography. Uh, got wow. fired from that. Um, wait how'd you get fired didn't get fired just he just stopped oh stopped like existing yeah he just stopped calling me and putting me on the schedule and I was like hi do I work there anymore and he's like "Uh, no and I was like okay well could you have said that and also can I get my last check I had to fight this man for my last check um and then uh and then I did like babysitting for a little bit and then I started working I'd started doing cold calling for a clothing company. <laughs> uh, it always comes back Full to circle. cold calling. Mm-hmm. And Full then the circle. CFO of the company heard me on the, on the phone, the cold calls lying to people. And I would like make up these elaborate stories to get information from people. And the CFO of the company came up to me one day and he was like, you know, I gotta be honest. I've heard a lot of these calls that you've been making. And I was like, Oh no. And he's like, you are an incredible liar. And I was like, thank you. You need a different job. He's like, thank you so much. I'm like, thank you, thank you. And he's like, do you want to be my assistant? I was like, does it pay more than $10 an hour? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, cool, I'll take it. That's what he was looking for in an assistant. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a stand-up guy when he's like, you're a great liar. Do you want to work closer to me? (laughs) No question about it. He was like, you're good. You're good. He also, there was also, everybody knew that I was really good at Excel. And because he's the CFO of the company, he was like, I need somebody who can do Excel. I need so some spreadsheets. That. You can do Excel. You're really yeah. good at Excel. Yeah. Never again do I want to hear you talking about how you just don't understand computers. She's For done that, you guys. For some reason. She's done that to me. She's Excel lied. Excel makes sense Because she's a good liar. Everything <sighs> else demented. <sighs> that's, 
That's... You can figure out the apps in a way that blows my mind. The apps? When you're see, I call them the apps. Um, when you're doing the in-shot editing thing, pfft, brain explosion. That just takes a day of learning. Ah. Uh... I only Anyways, learned that my, last that's year. My job. Anyway, that's my job this history. was a really fun. I wanted to hear your job shit. I don't know. I worked in college. I got a job at Jason's Deli for a little while. Then I auditioned at a theme park to be a theme park performer. Went up. Oh, man. This audition. Who boy. Have I told you about this song? No, I haven't heard this. They were having auditions for like singers and dancers at Bush Gardens, which is a Tampa theme park uh-huh. at the time owned by Anheuser Busch, St. Louis, Missouri, uh, even though it's in Tampa. Uh, so it's a beer company owns a theme park that's very African themed. Probably a lot of complaints about that now. I don't know. Uh, and what they do is they tell you to prepare two songs and a monologue. And I'm going and it's like, Kind of cattle call-y. And you're, but, it, but it's not a huge enough cattle call that, like, you don't see. You're in a room. You see everyone's audition. You're like, they're bringing you in, like, you know, 20 at a time. You sit in chairs on the side. One person goes up. And here's what happens. One girl goes up. She sings. And they're like, thank you very much. Have a nice day. And she goes out. Someone goes up and they sing. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Someone goes up. Sing. And they're like, that's great. Can you sing another song? person was an amazing singer. They sing another song. And like, that was great. Do you have a monologue prepared? And they're like, actually, I do. And like they do their monologue and they're like, hey, that was great. Go see that person at that table over there uh, and they'll uh, get you some paperwork and sort you out with some stuff. And then I was like, okay, so if they only ask me to sing one song, they don't like me. So everyone else, one song, done, one song. Thank you very much. One song. And I'm like, next. I'm like, okay, this is you what you've this. been, you've been practicing for this for weeks. Cause I had, that's so embarrassing. I was practicing my songs. I was rehearsing my monologue with my roommate who probably wanted to fucking kill me. And I was like, this is it. This is my moment. And I go up and I sing my first song. And I was like, uh oh. And they go, that was really good. Can you sing another song? <gasps> and I was like, I do, I do have another song. I can sing another song for you. And I sang another song and they were like, we're really impressed. Do you have a monologue? And I was like, as a matter of fact, I do have a monologue that I will perform for you right now. And I performed my monologue. And they were like, that was really great. Uh, you just just go see that lady right over there. And I went over to the lady and she goes, wow, good job. How tall are you? And I was like, I'm, f- I'm just under five feet. And then she said, oh, perfect. We need someone to, Sesame Street Live is coming here and we need somebody to play Elmo. And I was like, does Elmo sing? And she's like, no, yeah, Elmo doesn't make any noise, but you're the right height. And I was like, was that, did, you didn't have to make me, is that like, did I need to sing uh, two songs? Oh. You couldn't have just asked me. And she's like, no, I mean, if there's ever a part, you know, for your typecast, you're the first up on the list. But my first day as, Elmo. Uh, my first day of training as Elmo uh, with the, the, trainers at the at the work were just other costume characters mm-hmm. and the guys who are running it these two just like delightfully mean in the funniest way like this like duo of gay guys they were like best friends not partners just like two gay guys who later like went to work on cruise ships together and like just my kind of people like we've they were like oh honey they're never there's never gonna be a part for you Oh. That's not there. You're not. They're honest. not writing. They were they're, honest. They were like, just look, 
wait for the singing and dancing group to go by and you tell me if any of them is even four inches within your height. It's not happening. Uh, but I played Elmo and then I did so good at Elmo that they asked me to be a regular costume character. So then I got to be a generic costume character. <laughs> so fun though. It was a, one of the most fun jobs because of the people. The job I gotta, itself I got to be honest. You just describing this job is the most excited I've seen you in describing any of these jobs. So I that says something. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think I'm going to try to write a show about being a costume character or something. But there was that. Then uh, I worked at Chick-fil-A. Didn't know that they were so anti-gay at the time. Knew they were Christian. In the interview, they go, we're closed on Sundays because we believe that's a good day to worship the Lord. How are your, what are your, how do you feel about that? And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> and they hired me. And then uh, I graduated and I worked three jobs. I was working, oh, Sunglass Hut was the last job I had in college. I worked in Sunglass Hut. I was moved up to assistant manager really quickly. They wanted to give me my own store. I was like basically running two stores with the general manager. I was really good at sales and customer service. Like I, I believe it. I'm real good at retail. I'll buy shit from you. a great skill, but like, yeah, I did that. And then uh, I got a job for a year helping blind people find jobs. And then on the side, I was working at Home Shopping Network answering calls uh, and a phone sex operator, which we've already talked about here. And then I came to LA. Ta-da! Big dreams. And they started coming true. And now here we are, barely getting by. I don't know. Well, that's that. I love all your stories. I feel like this uh, this episode will make us deeply relatable to everyone, and that's really what we need: if relatability. If I don't want to meet people who find my costume character experience in phone sex operating too deeply relatable, I, I find I, it deeply relatable. I I would love of... to have been a phone sex operator. Surprised you never did it. I have you heard the voice? That's no. true. That's a good point. Nobody's dialing up for this voice. Nobody's like, mm, give me allergies. Well, you're probably not wrong. Listen, speaking of dialing up and dialing like out. She won't survive flu season. We're hanging up this call. So no more phone sex operating here. Listen, that's the end of this running our filthy mouths, which was more like both of us listing our resumes, which I mean, feels it felt, really it felt interesting. I it's like, if anyone the out there is, is hiring, he, let's run through all of our positions uh but uh you know you can help us keep doing this as our job by going to patreon.com slash nerds you get live streams you get to be in our live chat right now telling us how much money you made at your first job and other shit like that we're gonna do live reads we've got a drawing for a grand prize and more and we have our what's next challenge going on so head over to our instagram or twitter at two filthy nerds what's next challenge is indiana jones versus marvel this is a big one, you guys, because both of these uh, series, groupings, whatever you want to call them, are amazing. I would be happy either way. I'm not going to say which way I'm leaning, but... Nicole thinks podcast, that she has so much influence if she tells you the whole thing will topple. Let her believe that. Don't you say a word, Nicole. We love you. And good night. She's waving. It's an audio podcast. <laughs> This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production.